Welcome everyone, this is Marie Wade and I am here at our exciting Zoom talk. And this time we are going to be talking to David Smith who is a commercial real estate broker in San Diego. David, how are you doing? I'm good, Marie, thank you very much for asking. Good, good, I am so glad that we are in this call. I am actually curious on what's going on with the commercial real estate, but before I, we, we talk about that, I just wanted to know how you're doing right now with the situation we're having. Uh, fine, thank you. Quarantined, quarantined since March 9th, but uh, still able to function through technology today, thank goodness, and help clients in this uh, crisis situation. Okay, and are you uh, adapting well? I mean, is that working with some of the things that you've done? Because I know you have a group in University Club and you bring people together. So are you able to adapt well with the technology? We are, we're now Zooming, uh, Zooming our meetings on Tuesday and it has worked very well for everybody. There's a good uh, uh, passing of knowledge around that has gone on and uh, that has helped me and my clients. Okay, great. And uh, you, how long have you been in the commercial real estate? I actually helped pioneer the industry that I'm in, which is tenant representation, 36 years ago in Dallas, Texas. And wow. uh, have uh, been on the tenant business owner side of the equation for all those years. We have done over 3,000 transactions, leases and sales, and uh, successfully have done that. And now look at the time we're in as, uh, as very critical in a time that I feel business owners across America need to evaluate their, their leases as they have spent the past 45 days trying to get SBA loans for their uh, PPP programs and their employees and be able to pay rent. One of the things that I think the outcome of this virus has led us to is uh, more use of social media. Uh, this kind of conversation that we have going on today and the realization that uh, business owners may not need all the square footage that they have and may want to um, redirect that situation. We're seeing a tremendous amount of sublease space at the market. Uh, the, the amount has almost tripled in a month here in San Diego alone. Uh, this is part of companies' reactions to either complete downsizing, shutdown, or you know whatever that situation may be. So it's tough for tenants, it's tough for business owners, it's tough for the landlords because they have obligations they need to meet. But we see today that restructuring of current leases, whether there's a year, two, three years left on the lease, is gonna be an important part of my job going forward. As soon as okay. businesses come back, they're gonna realize that, uh, and rent is, is most small business owners know is the biggest expense after payroll. And they, they need to treat this with uh, some sort of uh, business acumen, which has not really been prevalent or needed to be in the past. 
we're now new normal. Yeah. But you've seen this in the past for many years that you've been in the industry that uh, you've experienced this kind of situation where um, what would be the uh, uh, recovery process? Uh, I have actually seen um, real estate meltdown in 97, in uh, 2000, 2008, and I'm sorry, 1987, 1997, 2000, and 2008. And it, it, it has always recovered, but it has never affected both the business owner and the landlord as I see it affecting both sides today. It is, uh, it's a, a financial nightmare that nobody could have ever predicted. And we have to try to work with each other in a reasonable manner to get to get through this process. Okay. So, uh, what do you foresee happening when uh, we have we're in this situation right now? What do you see happening negatively? Well, negatively, I guess it depends on which side of the equation you're on. But on the business owner side, the negative is to for them to have high rent expense and uh, low monthly income coming in. And there has to be an adjustment there. And it's going to take them some time to ramp their business up and, uh, and, and get back to where we all wanted to be when we started in uh, 2020. It was, a, it was a very healthy economic year for a lot of people. And it's just... Uh, you know, it's just turned downward since, since uh, you know, I guess the beginning of uh, February. Okay. So, um, what did it? Uh, what was the? Uh, what's the percent of affecting the rent income? Uh, I'm thinking that you know many businesses are going to require probably a. a uh, 20 to 30 percent reduction in space and that would equate to the same reduction in uh, you know in rental expense okay do you have any uh, recommendation how they can be creative with this kind of problem that they're dealing with I think yes I have I have two solutions number one is they need to communicate with their landlord or their management company uh, at this time to, especially those businesses that are shut down. A lot of businesses have been shut down. Uh, majority of the businesses have been shut down. So there's no income coming in. Uh, they need to ask their landlords to give them some rental abatement relief uh, for May coming up tomorrow and, uh, and June or maybe even July. We don't know what the next uh, three months are going to bring. So that's my recommendation. Talk to your, talk to your landlords, talk to your management company, try to be a reasonable with them in getting an abatement and not have that, that those one month, two month or three months move down the road that all of a sudden in September of this year, you have to pay four times uh, your, your normal rent. They have to be abated, waived, disappear. Um, the next 
suggestion is that once they get back into business and once they understand what their real needs are, and that's a service my company provides, we, we can consult with, with uh, business owners to try to determine what their real needs are. We have been a, uh, a lease reconstruction uh, specialist for years. We've done a numerous amount of subleasing. We've done a lot of restructuring of leases to extend leases for tenants, but yet uh, reduce their space requirements. Um, so that's the direction that, that we are advising our clients. In fact, I wrote an article yesterday on how I see the new, uh, you know, the new order of things. And that's exactly it. Once they get back in business and they realize they may not need a uh, 20 by 20 conference room that runs them, uh, you know, a thousand dollars a month or $800 a month. And they start to realize what their right sizing really is, then we can get, we can take them through that process and then negotiate on their behalf with their landlords. We work on, on that front, we are working as a fiduciary for the business owner. And we will take a percentage of the savings. They don't have to pay us one penny if we can't deliver a reduction in their rent. And we, we know we can, not in all cases, but uh, I think in most cases, because this is what we, this is what we know, this is what we do. I have been a, a landlord in San Diego. I've been a landlord in Texas. I understand the landlord mentality. I know how to work with landlords. I know how to negotiate for my client, who is the business owner, the tenant, negotiate their best interest. Okay. Um, the, what, what, I'm, what I'm thinking while you were talking is that um, people are at home because they're afraid and of getting, you know, getting sick. Now, uh, after the lockdown, and I'm sure people are still afraid to go back, okay, to go back to the office and to be around so many people. Um, for, the, uh, for the owners, are they going to maybe start thinking about changing the layout of the office to where people can still feel comfortable going to the office and feel that they are secured? Because I've been going to different um, institutions like the bank institution. They now have you know, this uh, glass in front of, uh, yeah. of people. I mean, they've always had that, but they've added more. And even like the post office, they have all that plastic cover in front of the people while talking to the, uh, the person on the other side of the table. So is that something that they could probably consider putting all those safety uh, protection for the employees so they can feel comfortable going back to the office, you know, um, environment to where, you know, they feel like, okay, they can still work with people, but at least feel safe at the same time. Marie, that is an excellent question, and I think has to be on the top of any responsible business owner's mind. And I will tell you that there are uh, some buildings that have already taken precautions. They have upped their uh, janitorial specifications. They are cleaning uh, 
floors consistently. Uh, they're cleaning suites consistently and professionally. Uh, but some landlords aren't, and some landlords won't. Mm -hmm. So the concern is uh, that I would have as a business owner is how can I get from the building I'm currently leasing space in that is not going to maintain, I don't believe, that kind of level of comfort, give me as a business owner that level of comfort, to what I would call a class A building. Um, so what I see happening now is that there will be a movement from class B um, buildings to class A because class A will offer that. Um, they're doing it right now. Okay. There are buildings in, uh, there are buildings in uh, Mission Valley and UTC and downtown where the landlords have uh, put full-time staff instead of coming in at night, they are there. Uh, eight hours a day cleaning, cleaning restrooms, cleaning offices. Some of the major tenants in this city have already instituted their own janitorial service. They brought their own cleaning people in to clean while their people are there to protect them. Uh, yeah, you're right. After they say go, you know, you can go to work now, it's fine. You still need to be concerned as to who has been in your building during this lockdown period. What is the quality of uh, janitorial service being given and what has been done to do cleaning? It's not gonna, it's not gonna do for somebody to run around with a can of uh, you know, Lysol spray. Well, well there, there's a couple of things that I'm concerned as, as uh, me being a business owner too. One is, you know, um, how do you get people to go into the elevator without being, you know, again, it's, it's just the structure of the building. And then the second thing is the, uh, uh, the air within the uh, office environment. I mean, it circles around. So how do you, I mean, because the, of course, I mean, I, I, those are the things that would come into my mind. I mean, you know, if I have to go to an office environment, those are the two things that I'm thinking, well, how do I avoid people or how do I make sure that I'm safe? I mean, I have to go into the ele elevator. I got to go stay in a, uh, you know, um, secluded room where the air is, you know, intact. So how do you, how do you address those? I think that, uh, and we, we're working very closely with some really smart uh, uh, attorneys, real estate attorneys here in San Diego. So we have that ability to offer that service to our clients to say, um, you know, fee-based of course, but to say that we're on, this takes us into a whole new realm of, uh, what's going to be legal in the real estate industry. You know, if you as a business owner are uncomfortable and feel threatened in the building you're in and you're, you are concerned about your employee's safety, then perhaps that becomes a, uh, a legal point to break a lease and move that tenant which is our specialty into a building that has taken this a lot more seriously and, and should take it seriously. 
so where they would feel protected. They would feel protected in the elevator as well as in their own suites, as well as using the public restrooms in a building because it's properly maintained. Some buildings will do that and other buildings, I am sure will not. You know, it's gonna be business as usual for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I just can't see, I mean, some of those things that are gonna be concerned still, even after we, they open the uh, businesses. And um, with you being the uh, real estate, uh, commercial real estate expert, I'm sure that you have a lot more information to share. Um, I wanted to ask you if people are interested in getting more information from you, how can they get hold of you? I'm happy to do free consultations with anybody that calls uh, as a result of, of this. Uh, my, my passion has been to, to help people. So this fits very nicely into what my mantra has been for, for a long, long time. At least I can put them on the right track and not just, uh, you know, uh, not just say, well, you know, send me a hundred dollars and I'll talk to you for an hour kind of thing. That That's not me. It never has been. So we're happy to talk to people. My number is 619-218-5907. My website is schmidthappens.com. So you can look me up. Uh, I'm happy to take texts, emails, or phone calls. That's awesome. Thank you so much, David. I think, you know, what you've shared today is really good for people. And uh, for all of you out there, uh, please do share this video. I think it's, it's really important information for so many people out there. And then make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube account. We're going to have more good information for you. And David, again, thank you so much for your time. I hope Great. we can uh, uh, schedule another call and talk about a different topic. That would be awesome. Great. Thank you so much. Okay. Stay All well. right. Have an amazing uh, day, and uh, I'll be talking to you soon. Okay. Thank All right. Bye bye.